Hello everybody, I'm your host Patrick, and welcome back to another episode of Not Adding Up. And it is week two of me breaking the new co-host streak, so apologize for that. But it's a great co-host we have back. We have Abby back again for another episode. <laughs> I haven't been here. I haven't been here in a while, Patrick. <laughs> it hasn't been too long. Um, it's been like seven okay. episodes, but yeah. And you were on like four of the Oakland Child Killer. <laughs> yeah, the Child Killer. But hey, guys, I'm back, and we also have my boyfriend here. Hello, I'm Aaron. It's good to be here and a big fan of the podcast. So, so wait, I didn't really break the streak. Haha. There's mm. a new person. <laughs> Tease. And I actually have a little beardness, a little beardness to get to before I get in the case. I just want to give a quick shout out to Dying to Be Found podcast hosted by Deb. It has a very similar vibe to my show as she always brings along a co-host for the ride. Her daughter, son, and sister are all known to make appearances on the show. That kind of also reminds me of my show, just like bringing on family members. Deb recently sent me some stickers for a sticker swap in which I have totally dropped the ball. (laughs) But rest assured, Deb, I will send you your stickers soon. The last two weeks have been crazy for me with my work schedule, but it's calming down in January. So that's good. But your stickers are so cute. And I will still post them on Instagram so everybody else can see them and give you guys a follow. And this isn't the last time you'll be hearing about Deb, so stay tuned for some more exciting things. Yay. I can't wait to see Deb's stickers. Aww. Dying to be found. Mm -hmm. That's a good name. I also wanted to announce a new type of Not Adding Up episode that I will be debuting next week. Solved with a grain of salt cases are ones where we have a solid resolution. However, there is at least one thing about the case that doesn't add up, and still leaves the mind to wonder. Solved with a grain of salt cases will be released in addition to my weekly episodes. However, they will not be weekly. They will be little surprises for the time being, and other than next week's, I will release them without notice. So make sure you have your notifications on for not adding up, so you can stay up to date with all the episodes. But without further ado... Did I say that right? Without further ado. Yeah, I think. Is that the word? I, I do. Without further ado. No, I'm not going to say it. No, I feel like it's not. I'm like, what? Hold on. No. Further ado. Yeah, it is a thing. Oh, wow. Okay. I was thinking that you might know this case. Really? Yeah. Because it's pretty well known. It's very well known in Who true crime. It? This week's case is Brandon Swanson's Oh Shit Disappearance. Okay, I've heard of that name. And I didn't just throw the oh shit in there for no reason. Yeah. Obviously, I'm like, my titles are not normally like that. (laughs) Brandon Swanson had just finished up his first year at Minnesota West Community and Technical College. He was enrolled in their wind turbine program. And Brandon, as most college kids do, decided to celebrate after their final day of classes. On May 13th, 2008, Brandon would go to two separate parties. The first was in Lind, Minnesota, which was about 10 minutes from his home in Marshall. The second party was farther out, 
and can be. Hopefully, can be. Can buy. Can be. C A N B Y. Can be. Can buy. Can be. Aaron, weigh in. Probably can be, I would say. Okay, three out of three. In, in Minnesota? Minnesota. Can yeah. be, eh? What was that place uh, Rose always said in Minnesota? In Golden Girl? What? She always said uh, she Rose was from St. Olaf. <laughs> Rose was from. St. Olaf. Yeah, but where was it in Minnesota? I don't think it was. Missouri? No. <laughs> no. Yeah, it was. It wasn't Missouri. Wisconsin? It wasn't Wisconsin. Stop spitting out states. Okay. Let me think, Abby. Golden Girls expert. Montana. No. It's not Montana. Not Montana. <laughs> no. Minnesota. I think it was Minnesota. Okay. I think it was Minnesota. But this boy. Brandon Swanson. Was from Minnesota. Right? Yeah, Marshall, Minnesota. Getting this off track, Abby. <laughs> <laughs> You're done. As Larney would say. <laughs> While he was at the party in Canby, it is known that Brandon had at least one shot of whiskey. However, he was not acting intoxicated at all. It was a little after midnight when Brandon would decide to head out. The drive from Canby to Marshall was not unfamiliar to him, and he had driven it every day for school. However, this evening he chose to take a non-traditional route. Rather than taking the straight shot, Minnesota State Highway 68, Brandon would go on the back roads that evening. Like many back roads, rural farmland surrounded the road. It is not known why he chose to take the back roads this evening. It's commonly assumed that there's like a good reason. Do you have any guesses, either one of you? Why would you take the police if he had? Yeah. If he had to avoid the police. Yeah. Or maybe he just felt like it. Bingo, Aaron. That's I think that's like what everybody. <laughs> <laughs> because he felt like it. I mean, that's a dumb well, sometimes no. Sometimes I go different routes to your house. <laughs> I go lots of different ways to your house, different routes. So yeah, yeah maybe he could have just been doing that. But I just think randomly it's taking a different at twelve in the morning. morning. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, Aaron's answer seemed more valid. What did he do? Taking the back roads would prove to be a bad decision. Around 1.15, he would get his vehicle stuck in a ditch. His tires were in the air and he was unable to get traction. So Brandon would attempt to contact his friends after getting stuck. But after about 40 minutes of no luck, he decided to call his parents, Brian and Annette Swanson. That would have been my first call. <laughs> yeah, same, probably. Not my friends. Well, yeah, you guys would come out, but like, I you're busy. <laughs> I don't know if I would have been able to do anything. I did. Did they call a coach? <laughs> I would came and pick you up, but like, what would we do about the car? Nothing. Yeah, I would came yeah I'll come. I'll go get it later. Yeah, I would, <laughs> just I would get me out of this road. Did his parents come? Yeah, they came like right away. Good. And he told his parents that he believed he was about ten minutes away from his house near Lind. He also told them that he would stay in his vehicle until they got there. When his parents would arrive at the destination that they were told, the pair agreed to flash their headlights to get one another's attention, you know what I mean, just to make it easier to see them. They tried this for a few minutes. They would try flashing their lights to get a hold of each other for a few minutes, but after this, like, they didn't really have any luck, and they both started to get frustrated, mm -hmm. and Brandon hung up. Annette would call back and apologize for getting frustrated, and Brandon said that he could see some lights in the distance, and he assumed that these lights were coming from Lind and he told his father to meet him in a tavern parking lot and he would just walk to the lights and like he would know where he was at once he got to like the town. Mm, that's scary. Brian would take Annette home while staying on the phone with Brandon and began making the trip to the tavern. 
Brandon described his surroundings, telling his dad that he had hopped a few fences and was walking on gravel roads. His father could also overhear running water, which was later determined to be the Yellow Medicine River. Their car was approaching the 47 minute mark when Brandon said, not another fence. Moments before yelling, oh shit. Following this, the line would go dead and his father said it sounded like he slipped and fell. This would be his last contact with anybody. Yeah, I was looking up some of that too. I saw that. So what? Are you looking it up as I talk about it, Aaron? <laughs> Aaron, you're not allowed you're not to, do to do that. That was just a little... <laughs> okay, well, don't you're see. You're supposed to make comments as we go. Okay. Yeah, that's definitely <laughs> interesting. <laughs> What's really interesting, Aaron? Don't say anything yet. Everything that you just said. Tell them. Everything just... that you said. Just... Okay. 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 So they would try to call him back, like, time and time again, and it would ring and go to voicemail. It wouldn't go straight to voicemail. But, so it would ring, he just wouldn't pick up. And after they, he wasn't answering, he became, his parents became very worried. That was the phone. Did you hear that? Yeah. Johnny? She's not home. So after they didn't get any answer to their phone calls, they enlisted the help of his friends and searched the rural back roads all night. I don't get... Why is there so many fences to be hopped? It's farms. Farmland. But, okay, so a lot of them could... Would be electric fences, too. You know what I mean? You can hear electric fences. Not when you go up to them. Yeah, you can. Have you ever been around an electric fence? Yes. It ticks. It lives sort of like a buzz kind of heavy tick. They're not that powerful. We used to grab them as kids just for fun. What? Yeah. Yeah, they're not like... See how long you can hold on? It stings and hurts a little, but that's oh, like, maybe like that's. I was thinking he maybe touched it. I was like, oh shit. Oh, that makes sense. But never mind. Do we know if there's any sort of a drop off or any kind of a mine nearby or like anything that okay. it would have been hard to find a body if he did just naturally fall or something? That's in the theories somewhat. So we'll get into that. That kind of lines up with one of the main theories. I think it's kind of weird that his parents got in touch with his friends, but he couldn't get in touch with his friends. I don't know. Oh, they did? Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's a good point. That's weird. Why wouldn't they answer him? <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. If they, I don't think there's anything malicious there, but it's just weird to me. Like, yeah, like, why the parent? Why would, like, that's like if my mom, t- <laughs> like, called you and was like, Abby, we tell. Like, I, but I, I would, would, he would answer me. I would answer, <laughs> but I would have answered you first. Yeah. I actually don't know if I've heard of this one. Like, this story is creepy already. By 6.30 a.m. May 14th, 2008, his parents got in touch with the police and requested to file a police report. They neglected to take this seriously for around six hours, saying it was common for young males to do things like this after a night of drinking. Oh my gosh. But around noon, they started to look around and they used his cell phone to locate his car by 12.30, so they, they got it pretty quickly. So where was the car? Still up in the area on the highway? So when they found his car, they also found the reason why his parents couldn't find him early that morning. Mm. He was 20 miles away from where he was telling them in Porter, Minnesota. What? 20 miles so away? So the cell phone must have been there. Wait, so he walked that Two? far? He was walk, trying to walk? 
No, that was where his car was. He's just really wrong about where he was. Oh. Or yeah. Lying. Why, why would you lie? True. Oh, that's really weird. But you think, was he born there? These towns around there? You'd think he would know, like, better. Yeah, it said that he drove the, from, uh... Yeah, he this drove was just a different route. The route every day for school because he lived in Marshall. You'd think he would know, like, yeah, I'm, you know, this far away from, like, if you're new to the town, maybe, yeah. But that's just weird to me. They searched his car and didn't find any illicit substances. Except they used the cell phone to triangulate the position of the car. Does that mean that they have the cell phone at that point? Or they just, like, tracked its movement? Or They were just tracking it. They, okay. they never found the actual cell gotcha. phone. Oh, wow. So we don't know if he was, how, we have no idea how close he was to the car at the time of that last call then either, really. Well, do they he know what fence He could have already been walking yeah, in whatever direction. But for only 40 minutes. But he was walking through the, the lights, He too. was walking through the fields, around the road, the side of the road. He said gravel roads, and he had to hop a few fences. And he was That's going weird. toward the lights, remember? Yeah. But lights of what? And like, sure. something that's weird to me is, like, if he fell, which is what his dad thinks, why didn't he pick up his phone? You know what I mean? Like, how could he have fallen and, like, his phone... What was it? Maybe it was on the other side of the fence and it was a high fence and he couldn't reach it. If he but, climbed to get over, he can climb to get back over the other... If, what it, do you well, what mean? If he was, what if it was a high fence and then he broke his leg or something? Then you'd they would find him. Yeah, and you'd be able he to crawl be to there. your phone, too. That's what made me wonder if there was like any mine shafts or something, because I don't think there's any like cliffs or anything. But there, there's ways you can get disappear. People think in the wrong uh, place, but. people think water, like a well or something like that. But we'll get yeah, we're gonna get to Why? that and okay. discuss it fully. But yeah, his cell phone was never recovered, and police would search the area using dogs, air surveillance, and hundreds of volunteers. The dogs were able to follow his scent for roughly three miles. And at one point, the dogs went into the Yellow Medicine River. However, they were just crossing through. They jumped right back out on the other side. Mm. The initial search turned up nothing. All of the searches have turned up nothing. There's never been anything found. Mm. Later that year, a search and rescue organization in Minnesota identified a 140 square mile area of interest and began to focus searches here. So yeah, I'm, I'm assuming they, would, they were using his cell phone to do that and to see, like, he could have only walked this far. He was on the phone with his dad the entire time. Like, they know when he left his car, all of those things. It and is. his phone was still, like, pinging until May 16th, apparently. What day did he disappear? Like, he went to the parties on the 13th, made the calls on the 14th, like, a.m. And, like, the phone was still alive, like, on. It wasn't clear if it was on. It just was like be, it was able to be pinged. You know what I mean? And then yeah, way, I, I'm assuming it, wasn't it was destroyed on. by water. Exactly. That's another thing that's or very a, clear. Or fall, high fall, or, or if someone or crashed. If the sound was him getting hit over the head and hitting the ground that his dad heard, and it was foul play, somebody would probably get rid of the phone or turn it off or smash it. They wouldn't just leave it on for days. Oh, that's probably. a good point. Yeah, that's they another. wouldn't. That's what made me kind of think maybe it was an accident. Smart enough. Yeah. It seems like you get rid of that right away. There have been repeated complications with the searches as much of the land is private farmland and many farmers do not allow searches to be conducted during planting and harvesting season. <laughs> Some refused any searches at all. That makes me kind of like annoyed. Like I can't, mm. you are growing your stuff, but like, but we got a person here. But like that, that needs to you be need, found. But they need to grow their things. It's like... They're the backbone of a lot of things. Was it big farms? I don't know. 
<laughs> but if it's not a big farm, even more reason than that it's all like that's all their income. Yeah, true. But it's just I would in my heart. Some refused any <laughs> some refused any searches, which is kinda shady, like even if it's not in season. Despite repeated searches, no remains have ever been found of Brendan Swanson and no sightings have ever been reported. So they do not know what fence he was at when he said ocean. No. There's so many fences. It's like, have you ever been in farm country, Abby? Have you ever driven down? I've driven three farms and I've like looked over and <laughs> I didn't look for fences. Like You lived in the... the it's like pastures for cows, in, pastures. Sometimes oh, there's not even anything in there. There's just a fence, pasture. Yeah. <laughs> Overgrown grass. You're like... Yes, but like... This fence. That's also why I was thinking electric fences. Because it's farmers and shit. Electric? I don't know. I feel like. Also. It like, would have been found. What do you guys mean when you were saying probably. like he could have fell down into a mine shaft or okay. down into the water? Not mine shaft, but. Or to the water, I mean. Like, how, why would a fence immediately be like that? Like, fall off a cliff? We're gonna get to it. We're gonna get to it. If, he, if, if it was on the farm, they would probably would have found him and reported it. Would they have? <laughs> You'd think. You'd hope, but... Something else of importance is that Brandon was legally blind in his left eye in the night that he left his car for the walk. He didn't have his glasses. But, like, being legally blind doesn't mean, like, you can't see shit, so I don't I don't know how... Nanny's I, blind, and she can see blurry. Like, it's just blurry. Like, mm -hmm. So I don't know how much that would... Blackness, you know? Yeah. The most recent large search conducted in this case took place in 2021 when the Yellow Medicine River dried up due to a drought. The area was searched once again to no avail. Mm. With no body and no contact, authorities are left to theorize on what could have happened to Brandon Swanson in the early morning hours of May 14th, 2008. That's a long time ago. Dang. 14 years. <laughs> That's a long time ago. She's like, I'm not doing quick math. <laughs> no math. She's like, I'll cry on the spot. <laughs> so, do you think it's more likely the foul play was involved or it was just an accident? We don't know yet. We're yeah, we're gonna get. Now we're into the theories. I don't get how people can just disappear like this. I know it's without really... a trace, like the goodbye, like that's sad. Oh shit! It's like very haunting. Like the last word you hear from. Mm -hmm. Like what was he responding? Like what, what was he was reacting that? to? Yeah. So let's get into the theories. I have nine. Nine theories? That yeah. I found to be worth mentioning. Most of them I shoot directly down. But number one is that he drowned in the Yellow Medicine River. But first of all, his phone was still active. Second of all, they never found the body. Third of all, the dogs got out of the river. I don't understand how that is sustained. Um, sorry, but where was this river? Like Next to the vent. Half Next. Why do you keep going back to the fence? Because <laughs> he says all no. Where was the river? By the way he was walking. It was on like the side. It was near the side of the road that he was walking on, like the gravel road. Why were you asking? Because in my mind, I'm like making a map of this town where he was. It's not a town. It's a <laughs> rural farm. Yeah, of the places. The drawing doesn't and seem like, very likely to me to that really. I mean, yeah, that it did get up to 15 feet at some area so it's not impossible just extremely unlikely with the lack of body yeah. the second theory is hypothermia which seems a little bit more likely 
if he did fall into the river, which was kind of confirmed by the dogs. And the temperatures that morning were around 40 degrees. So if he was soaking wet and exposed to the elements, he could definitely have succumbed to hypothermia. However, just like the drowning theory. There's no body. Yeah, where's the body? I was just, well, what percentage of the farmers didn't allow searches? Are we talking like, did most of the area get searched? Or to what degree they searched the area? Like, was it a pretty extensive search with some farmers saying no, or? So it didn't give me like a statistic, but the fact that it was mentioned in multiple articles, it does seem like kind of suspicious. And it, we go into a theory that has to do a lot with it. So that one makes it even seem a more sus. Number three is another shitty theory, and that is... <laughs> <laughs> I just don't think, I don't think this is very realistic okay, either. What is it? But this is that he planned his disappearance. But he literally brought so much unneeded attention. If he, was, he called his friends, like he called his friends, he called his parents, parents, stayed on the phone for like an hour with his parents. Yeah, like if you're gonna disappear, like I'm not gonna tell me. And why would he still take his phone with him when I no? I just don't think that. Yeah, you don't why are you staying on the phone so long? Like I think that's the least likely of the three the three categories. It's like yeah, and why would you disappear play, in farms? Foul play, accident. Or he planned it. Those are like kind of like three categories, I guess. And almost all of those probably will fall under one of those air headings. Where are you leaning more towards? Oh, definitely one of the first two, because it doesn't really seem... I don't planned. really feel like he planned it, no because one. if he did, why would he... He didn't really plan it well. Okay, Aaron. Dum-da-da-dum. Abby, stop. An animal. Stop. <laughs> it's Aaron's time to shine. Not okay. Animal. Not now, Abby. Okay. Theory number four is that he stumbled into an unmarked well or water cistern. Mm. That was some place where that would be really hard to find him. But, 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 like, my first thought is that whoever is using that water is gonna know the point. Like, the, the, the first thing I thought like of when I read that is the Eliza Lamb case. Yeah. Well, they're not always used, though. And the, the, like, the even... farm my family has in Billington as a kid, three or four that were not used anymore, and eventually they just poured concrete in them and filled them up so no one, no kid would fall in them. But for like 20 years, they were empty and they were 30, 40 feet deep. Dang. So they sat there forever until they filled them. So sometimes they dry up and you have to move on. So that's a possibility, I guess. That, yeah. The Kayla Louder one, she was found. I wonder um, if there's mines there. In the drainage, or. Yeah. Like in, in the, the drainage, drainage system, pipe. whatever. And if there were, if there were mines, they would have definitely searched them. Yeah, there probably was mine. Yeah. Well, they would have known. And, like, I feel like they would have, like, searched the unmarked wells and cisterns if it was, like, able to yeah. be, but if, like, if you could fall into it. Maybe because it was in the farmer's land, they weren't mm -hmm. able to. Mm -hmm. The ones that said no. Areas where they couldn't yeah. be searched. Right. See what I'm, I'm mad about the farmers. The farmers should the more. <laughs> when it, get, it just makes it so we'll never have a body, it seems like. The fifth theory is a hit and run where a motorist discreetly disposed of the body in an unknown location. What? Didn't think of that one, but the other ship could have been that. The phone. So they would have found the phone on the side of the road somewhere. Well, Not they picked it up. But the they would have like they would have pinged it to somewhere farther away. Yeah. Or if you got hit and it flew out of his hand and still was active. But they would have found it. And did the dad hear like any like rumbling around that just dropped? He just sounds like, like it like, he said it sounded like he fell. It just said a shit. But it was there, like rumbling and beep beep, done. <laughs> like, no article was mentioned any blah blah blah. Yeah, like the phone dropping. You know? It said that it sounded like he fell. 
Well, it could have been someone attacking him, or it could have been just him falling, I guess. Mm-hmm. It could have been either. It I feel like sound. if it was an attack, he probably would have heard, like, footsteps or something else, you know? Like, yeah. the dad, but I don't or know. Or he would, like, say something before. Like, saw someone coming up to him. Yeah. But, okay, he said, not another fence, dang it. And then, a little bit later, oh, shit. Right. Mm-hmm. So he was approaching the fence. Slowly, he was probably on. Don't call me out about I know, like if you keep going back <laughs> to the fucking fence, Abby. Was it wood? Was it metal? Was it? It was barbed wire. I don't know what the fence was. See, that's important though. Tell me why. Because I guess it's barbed wire. If he's being honest wood. and he was right there at the time, it does say that he was on a farm, probably. And how many? At the time, he said, "Oh shit, <laughs> Abby." What? You never made the point. That it, what? Why does it matter? I want you to explain it to me. Why does it matter? Because the easiness to climb it, and if they're tall or not. When have you seen a fence that's like taller than men? It, like at prisons. <laughs> and like, just like, I've seen tall fences. At prisons. Like, <laughs> in school. You're, um. <laughs> you're not saying a farm. There's no a farm. Church, maybe. So not a farm. A church. <laughs> Still not rural farmland. Yeah. Abby, you're just. I don't know why you're. I'm just trying to think of things that could have happened. He was cutting through like, he was cutting through farms. I'm imagining me walking through the farm over by my house. It's not the fence. So they know he was there, and then the dogs went into the water, and then got back out of the water. So. Hypothermia thing could have been true, and they he could have died on a farmer's land who wouldn't let him for search. Three miles. I mean, he could be right there, just waiting to be found, just on land that they're not allowed to search on, too. So the hypo- hypothermia thing kind of makes sense, I guess. Especially since they know he hit the water, or they think so they because the dogs, the, the dogs went in well, the water and then came right back out. True. So that might mean that he fell in or he crossed there. One Maybe of the two. it was steep hill. But at this point, he would have been past that, about to cross another fence. He obviously wasn't at the river at that time. That would have came later, right? But would, have, would the river have come first? I think he was walking along at the most, like the entire time, because he said he could hear it in the phone call. Okay, so. Um, so okay. it was obviously a constant. And he's moving yeah. like parallel with the river. Yes, that's yeah. what I was Over trying fences. to explain to Abby. Okay. Moving along with the river, jumping fences, and then at some point says, oh shit, and that's it. There's no blood. Or like glass or anything, so like the hit and run kind of seems a little unlikely there mm-hmm. too. Like I feel like there would have been some evidence. Yeah, yeah. something. The next theory is a kidnapping or a homicide. Maybe a predator came across him walking down the road. This seems unlikely. How old was he? Nineteen. Yeah. And he, how many? How drunk was he again? He had. It, he wasn't. He, he didn't just had seem drunk. Two shots of whiskey. No, he said there was one shot that was confirmed, and like he didn't seem drunk to his parents, he didn't seem drunk to his yeah. friends, but he was disoriented enough to be twenty miles from where he thought he was. What? He drove his ditch in. He drove his car in the ditch again. Yeah. Right? So that is uh, something. He was definitely more messed up than he's letting on. <laughs> he was probably drunker than they thought. Or something. And obviously, he didn't know where he was, and told them the wrong thing. He was 20 miles away from where he was supposed to be, right? Where he believed he was? Yeah, where he thought he was. Okay. And that's probably why people think he planned it, but no. So this theory 
this next area is one that kind of verges on the line of conspiracy theory because I only really saw the source for this once mm -hmm. in one source but this points to the fact that owners of private farmland refused searches frequently and this theory is a rather sinister one that suggests a farmer had something to do with it maybe he was found and disposed of by a farmer the next morning maybe he was ran over by farm equipment Maybe he was murdered by a farmer believing to be protecting his property. One source said that the dogs followed his scent onto a private farm and tracked it onto some farm equipment. The farmer refused to search, which definitely looks suspicious, but it's not quite enough for me to come out and condemn them to be a murderer. Mm -hmm. But if they were finding the scent on the farm equipment, that is sus. That's mm -hmm. weird. And it didn't really say what kind like of why would he go up to the car? Like if he even was willing to, willingly doing that. Like, what are you doing over at the tractor? Like, you gonna ride the tractor to the lights? No. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but like, how would you get rid of the smell? So why would his scent be over there? Uh, yeah, but how would you get rid of the body? Like, how would the smell still be there? I don't know. I feel like if he had hogs. Yeah, but my point is, is like if it was on, if he was like hit by any sort of tractor it was or anything like that. It was 1 a.m. though. Like, wait. He's not. There's not gonna be a tractor. The next after. morning, Abby. Like at 5 no, a.m. Like yeah, to pick it up early. In a field or anything. Um. Yeah. And yeah, if he was, if he was hit by some equipment, I feel like the dogs. Like if he was hit by that equipment and it like got his body. Oh, good, it would have sprayed everywhere. The dogs would have been like freaking Sorry, out about the equipment like his dna would be in a lot of places yeah but if they didn't have the like they didn't have the okay to do a full search well if the dogs hit on the equipment that doesn't mean that well, means that mean? maybe that did happen and they if they could have actually checked there, for blood maybe is there not a thing they would have found it if the dogs pick up something they are allowed to search you i don't know if that they couldn't get a clearly warrant. that wasn't clearly that wasn't enough to get a warrant now <laughs> Because they were farmers, I guess they had some special thing. I don't Maybe. think that's the case. I feel like it's just uh, that a dog, like that's just not solid enough evidence. Even though it is driving. What? If if the police, if there's dogs, if they have canine dogs, they pick up a saw in your car. They're allowed to search you. Then they're pretty sure. No, they could claim probable cause there. Yeah, but that's not the that would that's just more so the fact that like that's an intimidation method more so because. The officer, it's not the dog that's making the decision for the probable cause in that. It's the officer saying, I have... The cops can smell weed, okay? They can't smell the body or it, the, the... They can't... The next day, yeah. yeah. Or the next few days. When did they... No, they wouldn't be able to follow, like... You can smell weed and the, the cop can say, I smelled the weed. No, I'm but no policeman is going to be able to say, I smelled this man's scent from his shirt for yeah, three miles. No. You know what I mean? So, yeah. like, the cop can... And there was no body or no scent of a decaying body, so there was mm -hmm, nothing like mm -hmm. that, so... Yeah. That's the big difference, I guess. Yeah, if there was smell the of decaying body... The machine, like, the farmer probably said, well, that, that machine just went through a bunch of manure. I just spread a bunch of manure with that tractor. Like, they're just smelling that. Like, you know, they probably just brushed it off. Oh, I don't know what it's smelling. <laughs> Unfortunately, because that that's probably where he ended up, maybe. But I only saw that on one source, so... What, the, DNA, the dog smelling it? That's on the, yeah. 
seems the least likely that he did it himself as like a methods of escape. What else? Because like, was he really trying to get a hold of his friends? Like, there was calls. She's. I mean, they they found the calls on. Oh, yeah, well, he was yeah, trying. He called. He really okay. did. That's weird. Another theory is like mental break or suicide, but he had no, no history of mental struggle, and he called for help. He was literally. What was he doing? Celebrating. Yeah, being done semester. with school. Yeah. School was done for the semester. Like you're out going His to first the year. Yeah. It's a big thing. It's a like, gay. First year of college is over. Yeah. Mm. Exciting. And he wasn't saying anything crazy. He wasn't acting weird. His parents didn't think he was acting weird at all. Like, I mean, stressed because it's a stressful situation. Yeah, that's a, it's a weird that that can just happen to anyone in that situation. But it sucks because it was like so dark. It's just weird that we, it's never, nobody. Was there flashlights back on the phones? Probably not. In I, 2008? I don't think so. Probably not. No. So he was in the dark walking. But your eyes adjust. I guess, yeah. And, but there wasn't lights, because there was only the one light in the district. I know, but still, like, think about when you're outside at night, like, your eyes, like, it's not pitch black. Like, it's dark, but, like, you can still see. You know what I mean? Like you can see in front of you. If you didn't have his glasses on, that's yeah, different. He also yeah. Didn't have his so yeah, that's different. That's different. He should have stayed at the car. But he, they tried that. What were they gonna do? Continue to drive around? Was there no signs on the highway or the roads? It was like, rural back roads. So probably not a sign for a while. You just think, and the parents, if they where they live again, like if they also lived there, then they would know more of the roads, maybe. That's why it was so easy for them to go, and that's why they were getting yeah. frustrated. They were like, well, we're here. Like, we're, like, on the road that you said you were on. Where are you? Yeah. He was like, I'm right here. And they were like, you're not here. And the car was found, like, he actually did wreck it, like... Yeah, it was found... Like, it wasn't in a weird way or anything. No, it was found with its wheels off through, like, he yeah, couldn't like get traction, like, exactly what he was describing. Yeah. Yeah, I'm not sure to... The farmer thing does sound suspicious, but it does sound kind of out there. Um, mm-hmm accident and i feel like dogs would have been all over the field too yes. like if it was hit by a like tractor or something it would have spread out his dna over the field and they would have been I like sniffing earlier. around the field too yeah like blood would go places like you know yeah it seems like the, uh, you can clean a machine pretty well but you can't you clean can't, the ground yeah like you exactly. can and if there's a hole <laughs> suspicious that would be reason to search yeah. if there was like a hole that they just dug yeah, maybe, like, I don't know, the water system things. Yeah, that, the especially after thing. Aaron said some of them were unused for a long time. Yeah, that was, like, I didn't know that. Because I was just like, well, clearly somebody's going to taste that water or smell that water yeah. or something. Yeah, an old well or, like, Because it's going to have decay. Thing. Yeah, it's going to have that. Yeah. Like, do you remember the Eliza Lamb case? Yes, in the How water the, t- at the hotel. Yeah, yeah they were like, they, this is disgusting water. Yeah, that's, ew. There's places like that around here too. You know, there's places where there's, you know, basically breathing holes for mines. You know, so so, you know, gases could either vent out or oxygen could go in. And I mean, still to this day, or just fall in. You know, I mean, not really know what you're doing. You know, there's places like that. That, That's my theory for this: is that he fell in something like that. He, I think he climbed over the fence, and then onto private property, and then. Like, as he was getting out down on the fence, he went into the whatever, the 
well trench ditch thing, whatever it was. And he was wasn't. Could, they yeah. can't find it because they're not allowing to search. Yes, that's mine. It could even be that that a farmer's dog, you know, mauls him or kills him, and then the farmer just covers it up because he doesn't want the implications and the liability. I think I that just, would have been detected on the phone. Like, what would he have said? Oh shit! Yeah, the dog. Yeah, and they would hear him. barking. Maybe if yeah, that would be terrifying. <laughs> well, if it was far enough away, he might not have heard it, but. It seems like the that's dad why would I have said animal that, or too. a gunshot. It seems like the dad would have heard a gunshot. Minnesota, I mean, what probably rule that out. The, the dad would have heard. Fired it, just shoot him. Probably the dad would have heard anything that caused he him just, to say, "Oh shit!" Because he, he water didn't have his glasses on, and he wouldn't be able to see that far ahead. Yeah, so I think the gunshot would have been heard. Probably a dog. If a person like yelled at him, like that was on his property, yeah, he probably would have heard. A, 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 you know, so it does seem an accident, probably. Him. You never tell, though. Like, there's one place where we put a house in once for somebody when I worked at Middletown, and they had had an old uh, well that was torn down. And afterwards, they had, since it was so it was falling apart, they just tore it down and like built a little building over it, mm-hmm. just to cover the hole. Like places, farms yeah. have weird stuff like that. I mean, he could have thought he was going into a safe, warm building and like fell into something like that. Even you never know. Yeah. And we won't, because we won't be able to search the areas. Yeah, because those yeah. farmers... Are they still the same farmers that own it to this day? Probably Maybe a new change families. of... It's, it mentioned in the article that like, it's an issue that persists do to they this ever, day. They, like, they keep coming back and like asking yes. them to search, and yes. they're saying no. Yes. I don't like that. That's yeah, just... That's shady. But it's like... It's their livelihood. I know, but... We don't understand what it's like I mean, to be a maybe, farmer. We don't know anything about that. You know what I mean? We don't yeah. know what digging up in the farmland, what that could cause for long-term damage to the soil. But maybe they could just find a Or even just being in their way if you say, like, okay, you keep, we, have to, we need to do this, use this field now for a couple of days. And, and a couple of days turns into six months. Then they can't plant and they lose, like, a whole season or something, you know? So, yeah, it's easy to judge. I'm not judging. You are judging. No, I'm just suspicious you're like i feel like it's sus yeah it's just it's definitely strange they didn't let them i just feel like most people like would feel especially if they have they have a son or a daughter they i don't know if your son or daughter went missing you would you know people maybe i don't know but like think about it this way If, if like for all parents and stuff like that like thinking about just giving up your job because somebody you don't know lost their child. You know what I mean? That's what it is. Like, it's like, yes, you can sympathize. Yes, you can empathize with those parents. But it's like, are you going to take the economic, like, impact of, you know what I mean? Because, like, that's, it's like losing their job for a year, essentially. I don't, I don't know if it's for a year. I don't know how long it would be. Yeah, I'm just saying it's losing their job. So it's not just saying, like, okay, you can We don't look. even know why they're saying it. It's not just saying, like, okay, you can look through my house, it's like you, it's, it's a little more than that, you know what I mean? Could end up being a lot more than they bargained for. That, the theory with the motors, does, that one's the most no to me. I think it, the most no to me is planned. And the plant, yeah. Yeah, it doesn't seem like he... Motors out. seems kind of likely to me, honestly. Why? Because if it's somebody like me traveling like they don't know the area and they're just driving fast in the middle of the night and they hit somebody and they're like oh my god I'm not gonna go to jail for this and they put them in the car and they drive for a long time if they're already traveling and they dispose of the body states away on their road trip that or even foul play 
That is pretty foul play. Well, when that foul play makes some sense too, because I mean that sound when he said when he said it sounds like he fell. If someone bludgeoned him with a with a heavy object, that could have been the sound he heard. It sounded like he fell. It was him getting his head blasted by whatever. That could could have been the case too. Police have never connected any sort of foul play to it, but he's on the FBI missing persons list, and it's like if you're on the missing persons list, there has to be like some sort of suspicious intent, or like they have to be. Like, they have to be worried for your safety. And this happened when? 2008. Okay, so he would be 19 plus... Well, he'd be almost 39, right? He'd be like 38? He'd be like 33. Oh. As he is missing person. His FBI. Imagine what he'd look like now. He had a bunch of um, accessories on. A sterling silver chain, um, a baseball cap, so those things weren't found. Nothing was found. Yeah. Nothing. Phone, wallet... Nothing. He was carrying a phone, a wallet, house keys, and his car keys. Well, they never found the phone. I feel like... I said nothing was ever found. It's too bad we, I, it's too bad we don't know at what point the phone stopped transmitting. Like, did they have May like, 16th. Did they have, like, a, like how were they tracked into the car? Like, I'm just wondering if they had... What was, the, like, the last place they saw it? That might have been his location. If he fell and the phone fell or close to at least where he was. So I'm assuming that the phone stayed in the same area for the entire time that they were, like, pinging it until the 16th, and that's how they formulated their 140-mile area of interest that they've been searching. So they did it, it just wasn't going to be, it was never going to be that exact, I guess. Yeah, because it didn't say his phone was last seen and like, at this drop pinpoint. It had a pinpoint for where his car was found. Phones might not have had GPS. It was Yeah, they didn't, because it was 2008. That was the same thing in the Brian Schaefer so they would probably just be able to ping it from where he actually made the phone call and what, like, began. It's so much easier nowadays. Yeah, yeah. So someone definitely didn't dispose of the body and take it, like, out of state right away because the phone would have showed that, right? No, it wouldn't have. It, we, I don't know. I don't know. But I, I, I know in the 2008 one. missing person Brian Schaefer case that they did not have GPS it on the phone. Mm-hmm. Okay, so it didn't matter, really. Yeah, that doesn't matter. Hmm. So yeah, haha. I'm gonna, I, I, I'm gonna stand by the fact that like I think the hit and run is not the worst theory. Yeah, but like I like worse. disagreeing with my co-host. You know what I mean? Like I like having different, different opinions of what happened. Yeah. Front end damage. Um, to a car. Yeah. But like that would be like if it was like the guy said if it was a traveler you'd have to nationwide. Like any car with the front end oh, damage. Yeah. Like my car. Yeah, I hit a deer. Wild goose chase. And literally. Yeah, that could have easily been a person and no one would even know. No, that that makes me upset now because people might think that. Nobody's going to think that. They better not. If I'm looking at those three categories that I mentioned, accident seems the most likely. And then probably, you know, some sort of a scenario where there's harm done to him in some manner. And that might even have been accidental too, sort of in a way, but it mm-hmm. kind of fits. And then lastly, that he planned anything it just doesn't that doesn't really follow or like I think like the three least likely for me are planned suicide and mental break yeah because he was communicating with people and he was acting fine like the oh shit moment is the moment of like obviously something caused him to say oh shit that probably would have caused any three of us to say the same thing you know what I mean it wasn't just like he was saying, oh, I'm seeing all these things. And, like, because I've covered cases where people were acting very strangely. Oh, yeah, Kaylin Louder. Kaylin Louder, Brandon Lawson. Or, not yes. Brandon Swanson, Brandon mm-hmm. Lawson. Yeah, hmm. they all acted. So, like, we have weird behavior in other cases, but not in this, this case. This one's just normal, like... I think... It's weird. I think accident 
is probably most likely as well. I don't know how. I don't. I think what you said, Aaron, like I said earlier, was pretty with the well. I think that's pretty maybe. has some weight to it, but we don't know. And maybe he was, I think, maybe I think he was <clears throat> more messed up. Than he was approaching the fence, or he got he was, over the fence and then fell. But he was twenty miles up from where he was supposed to be, so he might have been a lot more, you know, tr- you know, higher drunk or whatever than he, than we thought. Another thing to mention, I guess, is the fact that, like, connecting it to the Brandon Lawson case again, they, just now this year, they've been trying to do searches, and there was an area that was off-limits because it was private, Um, and it became not private, so, like, you never know when it's going to happen. Yeah, that's what I mean. That's what I was wondering, if the families owned it, the farm, or if it was in new hands, or... That's why I mentioned the fact that... And, like, last year, the lake dried up. Like, that's... That's why I mentioned that. Yeah. I wish we could know what happened. If you have any information regarding the disappearance of Brandon Swanson, please contact your local FBI office. I have a website linked with a map of the U.S. and all of the local FBI offices in my sources. I wonder if anybody ever looks at my sources. Like, I put them out there every week. I wonder if anybody ever checks oh, them out. Oh, good to do I wonder. I just, you know what I mean? Yeah. I bet you Maybe. they don't. Maybe. Maybe. Hey guys, I just had a little post-episode edition. I forgot to talk about something kind of good that came out of this case. So in July of 2009, in Minnesota, there was a law passed called Brandon's Law. Hazel's being a pain. Brandon's Law requires authorities to immediately take a missing persons report and beginning investigation regardless of the missing person's age. This was motivated by Brandon's parents who pushed to have something like this passed so other families wouldn't have to go through what they did and those six hours could have meant the entire world to this case. I want to send my condolences to the Swanson family. Brandon was far too young to disappear and still had so much life to give to the world. I know you will all continue the fight for answers, and I hope with all my heart that you get more in the coming years. Cold cases do get solved, and we just have to keep talking about them for it to happen. Along with a lot more work, but that's an important aspect of it. So that was the oh shit disappearance of Brandon Swanson. So how do you think, what was it like being on the first episode, Aaron? I enjoyed it. I enjoyed the case too. Um, I'm surprised you haven't. You didn't, did good. <laughs> I'm surprised it didn't ring any bells for you. No, I never heard this one. Because I've, I've definitely heard it lots multiple of, times. Lots of lots of lots of true crime cases, and I've never heard this one. Yeah, I don't. I don't surprised know that I had either. But I'm glad you shared it with us. And it kills me. It breaks really sad. Yeah, just like nothing. I feel like if they could search all the areas, they would have, they'd find mm-hmm. it. And they, like we we were talking about in the Kilo Nodder case, it's easier when you have a body. Like it just makes for more answers, and yeah. you know, it's just sad. If you want to share your theories with me about the case, make a case suggestion, or just chit chat, you can <laughs> chit chat. You can find me on Instagram, TikTok, and Facebook. My Instagram is podcast nau. That is podcast in AU, and just look up not adding up on TikTok and Facebook, and you should be able to find me. Just a reminder, quick reminder, next week will be the debut of Solved with a Grain of Salt episodes. They are cases that have largely been solved, but there is still something about them that doesn't doesn't add add up.
Also, I haven't been putting my ads in for my December episodes, but they will be making a return in January with a new response with a new sponsor. Don't worry, early bird isn't going anywhere though. I'm probably gonna make a new ad though. Probably getting a little repetitive. Yeah. Last but not least, Happy New Year to all my amazing listeners. Starting this podcast has been extremely rewarding to me, and I am so happy with the progress I have made. I hope to continue to produce content you enjoy listening to and expand my audience. I hope everyone has a safe and happy holiday, and thank you so much for listening to Not Adding Up. I hope everybody listening to this episode is having a great morning, afternoon, or evening. And I hope you all tune in again soon for another case that just does not add up. And by soon, I mean every Friday. So yeah, that's when I do. That's when I do my cases.